I want them to be besties so fucking bad. Me too. Like, sorry, sorry to you, Dragon Boy, but like you're gonna have to be number two because like I just this friendship I need it. Okay, but I love Dragon Boy. I'm okay with like a three three man friendship. Threesome, threesome. A threesome. <laughs> oh, yes. Innocent one. Not so innocent one. I'm down for too. <laughs> Bonus points if Dragon Boy is a dragon. Well, he's a big ass dragon. That ain't gonna fit nowhere. Oh, true. Okay, never mind. I revoke that. Welcome back to Romancing the Monsters, and welcome back, more specifically, to the third part in our Love Between Fairy and Devil discussion. Uh, I'm Em. Hi, I'm S. I'm Seth. And before we dive into today's episode, I feel like there's just a little bit of um, housekeeping to do. Um, <laughs> just a few reminders at the beginning of the episode, because I'm sure not everyone listens to the outro, which I cannot blame you after two hours of listening to us. But um, if you, if this is your first episode you're ever listening to, or you're new to the podcast, or you've been listening to it for a while, whatever it is, if you're not subscribed yet, please do that <laughs> if you want to. Um, it's just very helpful to us. A lot of our listeners are actually not subscribed. Um, and also, if you want to interact with us, of course, you can go anywhere on social media. We love it. But I have to say, YouTube is a great platform for that. If you have a comment that you want to make, uh, I would say, I would suggest you go to YouTube because it's way easier for us to engage and, and reply and such. So yeah, just a reminder, YouTube, go over there, subscribe or subscribe on whichever platform you use. All right. So today for today, we watched episodes 17 to 24. A lot. A lot happened in these episodes, <laughs> so hopefully yeah. uh, this won't be too long, but I really can't uh, tell you just how long it's going to take, because there's a lot to get through. Um, do we have any, like, thoughts, I guess, first? Like, any, like, did you have any, like, an, any emotions? Well, other than I'm fucking dumb. Right. Okay, we'll get to that afterwards. Us? Okay. <laughs> I was really giddy throughout these episodes. Yeah, I yeah. was too. And I might need some clarification on um, a storyline like later on. We'll try to provide. I can't. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, personally, these episodes were fucking awesome. Like, yeah. there were some real emotional highs in them and some real emotional lows as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I saw a lot of things that I was really excited to finally see because obviously we had been anticipating to get there at some point and um, a lot of character moments that are very important and um, right. very appreciated and I'm excited to talk about them. Seth, why are you, why are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> For the longest time, 
I thought, and I don't know, I'm pretty sure you girls thought too, Chong Hong, I thought, was supposed to be marrying the reincarnation of the first yeah. god of war. Yeah. What's her name? Like, Ch- Chitty? I Chitty? don't remember her name. Anyways, the one that imprisoned uh, Shinsung. Right. The one that sacrificed herself to, yes. like... Yeah. Anyways, that one. <laughs> um... <laughs> So I was under the impression that he was waiting to marry her reincarnation. Yeah, but actually, um, it's this like a goddess that disappeared that he was supposed to marry, and they don't know where she is. But like he's waiting for her to like so return. Who is that person then? So do you and remember why like would those? We care? So the whole like I like it clicked when we like they're like, oh yeah, like he's supposed to marry this like goddess of I can't pronounce it. It's I don't know how you pronounce it. Is she the one at the end? The one that towards the end? Um, no, the, but the we saw lady, the one that was a dancer. The she was like very no. no, no, no. That's the reincarnation. I'm talking okay. about um the. That's who we thought she, he was supposed That's to. That's who I thought, but it's um ah okay. You see it in Wrong How with the flashback, where like the kid goes missing or something. So that's what I need clarification. Like, who is yeah. that little girl? And then who is the one, the the the, the very delicate little the dancer? But that right? little girl is is Lan Hua. Yeah, right. Yeah. So who, now we know that. So they're... he was always supposed to marry Lan Hua then. Yeah. Oh my Hold on. God. Let me put it in the chat, okay. Marge, and see if you can help me how you pronounce it. That makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah. I cannot help you out, girl. I'm. I like. Um. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try, and I will fail. Shishin? I don't know. Anyways, that one. <laughs> uh, we're doing such an awful job here. But anyways, I was just under the impression, and we went through two episodes yeah. thinking that that's who he's supposed to marry, and I'm sorry for that. It's a lie. Yeah. Well, it's never too late, right, to fix our mistakes. Um, this is, well, this is also, usually when we do media like this, like a TV show or whatnot, we record after we've seen the whole thing. Yes. So usually we're aware of the whole story as we are discussing each and every episode. The difference now is that we're not doing that. So we will inevitably make make mistakes, misunderstand certain things. And hopefully by the end of, you know, by the last episode in the series, we will uh, finally understand everything, which, mm-hmm. you know, the jury's still out on that one. <laughs> Let's hope. There's three of us. Come on. We have to understand it. Oh, the power of our brains. It's just we have one brain cell, though. <laughs> All three of our brains make one brain. They make one brain with one brain cell. So Yeah. All right. Uh, episode 17. Uh, so basically where episode 16 ended, or at least like you know, where we, we, we left off is that um, Lan Hua made it her mission to uh, heal uh, Chin Song's uh, uh, love tree, basically. Um, and she had a theory that uh, it wasn't the whole truth. Like what she heard about like him killing his dad and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the whole truth. So basically that episode ends with her kind of going on a mission to figure out what happened. So episode 17 opens with that um her dragon boy and jelly all go to this uh forbidden room in uh his little castle thing in the desert <laughs> a little castle <laughs> um and so they're looking for a book an old book 
um, that has been hidden that supposedly mm-hmm. was turned into ha- ashes. And they find the book. Yeah. And she's like, well, a book is made of trees in it. <laughs> and she's like, I can heal just about anything, can't I? So so she fixes the book. Um, and what did she learn from the book? I don't remember exactly what. Wasn't it the whole, um, like, the ritual on how to contact right. the dead? Um, uh, so... Was it that? Or was it the the whole prophecy thing of like how one comes to have hellfire i feel like that's what she found mm. she finds something could have been either could have been both could have been both yeah <laughs> so sorry this sounds so bad <laughs> um but meanwhile he's um ching song is kind of uh running around trying to be as evil as he possibly can yeah oh yes yes uh because he's still very much uh freaked out by the fact that his tree has bloomed it's fully like restored at this point well not fully fully but you know it, it's blooming it's Okay, fine. It's getting there. Um, So that freaks him out. So he's uh, trying to be as evil as as he possibly can. And uh, he also puts himself back into that, like, coffin-like thing Mm -hmm. that he was in as a child when his father um, sort of, like, ripped away all his emotions and love and blah, blah, blah. He puts himself back into that. Thoughts. That was It broke my heart. Yeah, it did. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. It's just like you see, like he's obviously feeling his emotions, and like he feels like he has to do this to get rid of his emotions, but like it's causing him more pain because he obviously like has experiences as a child, and he's just like reliving his trauma and experiencing this pain again. So it's just really yeah. sad. Like it's a form of torture. Like he's yeah. self torturing himself in that moment to try to like eradicate all all emotions again, but it ain't working in it. No, no. It ain't working. Um, Orchid, ah, okay. Orchid discovers <laughs> that the, um, the reason why his father did what he did is because um, Ching Song is actually the only one who can wield the hellfire. Mm-hmm. And we learn that his father was actually heartbroken to do it. Like, he wasn't... Because uh, remember back when when we learned that he was like, oh, why you? And mm-hmm. obviously Chin Song, you know, thought that he meant that as in like, you're such a disappointment. Like, I wish it wasn't you. Mm-hmm. And it was more like, I wish it wasn't you because I actually love you and I don't want to do this to you. But unfortunately, yeah. you're the only one who can do that and save our people and like, you know, take back, you know, what was stolen from us and like, you know, be the... The savior the, of the moon the tribe. The savior of the moon tribe. Um, so that's what she finds. Um, is there anything you want to talk about? Anything else in that episode before we get to like the ending part? Like, you know, when she goes off? Yes. So when he's in the tomb, does Orchid not feel his pain? No. No, it's she only has one-sided. The, the, well, yeah, it's only one-sided. That, that yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say it's the, the, the hair... The pin, hairpin, no, but, but it's... No, you're right. It's one-sided. It's always been one-sided, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I yeah. was wondering. I wonder... I mean, I know why it's one-sided, but it's interesting because we're so used to bonds like this being, you know, both sides. Both sides. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, but I mean, it's obvious that like one of them has to do the emotional journey and not the other one. But um, yeah. So no, she doesn't. Um, but what she does do, however, um, and I fucking loved it. She goes off and she is like, I'm going to save my husband because he won't save himself. And I cannot tell you the fucking thrill and rush I get when a woman in a in a piece of media or a book or whatever, when it's like that trope where it's like saving my my husband type trope, mm-hmm. like even if they're not married, you get my point. Yeah. Or spiritually married. Um, the fates have married them. Um, like, I love it. I can't explain it. It's just something. It just, it does something to me. It just, it speaks to my soul on a level that I just can't even comprehend. Like, it just, she goes off and she's like, I'm going to do this for him because I love him and he deserves it and he's not going to do it himself. And I will fucking retrieve my husband from the depths of hell where he has fucking put himself (laughs) okay and translation she does this by resurrecting this rare flower and using this flower to go to like i don't even know what it's called like whatever spirit world water vortex that she like swims through and then finds this like hidden ghost world type thing Mm -hmm. it was really cool oh yeah it was so fucking cool i was levitating um guys guys i just thought of a situation what in case one of them dies and they have to go to this world why would you say that? Stop. That's so sad. My we have enough sadness as it is. Just, so. like, don't speak it out into the world. Like, don't put it out I, there. You know I live for angst. So if that happens, I'd be grateful. I'd be happy. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm fully anticipating someone to die because they always fucking do. Yeah, um, and then they come back somehow. And then they, they get reincarnated, like, five minutes later. But, yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, spirits are just, like, running around. I mean, not every spirit. I guess, like, important spirits from the Moon Tribe yeah. is my guess. Um. So, his father's spirit is there yeah and, and you can she... only speak to them as like the the plant is burning yeah so she makes it there and also shinsong makes it there as well well yeah to bring she her makes back. it there first and then yeah. he hears about it he's supposed at this moment in time to be executing his brother right because right. he thinks this will help right. him uh feel yeah. no emotion yeah, um, but just before he is about to do it, um, he hears from Jelly that that's where she is. So he runs off to retrieve his wife. <laughs> um, and he is so pissed. And I fucking loved it. I, had I know. Say. I fucking loved it. Um, but here starts the confrontation, if you will, between here starts uh, Chin- the tears. Chinsong and his father. Um, and we are at episode 18. hmm And boy, oh boy. <laughs> this episode. Can I just say, this dad, cool story, but it was still emotional manipulation. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, not father of the year, like, for sure. Yeah. You know? Um. Ain't gonna win any awards. But... No, but he was still doing it from the grave. I was like, can you shut up already? Like, clearly your kid's hurt. Okay, I'll, I'll explain what happened. So, basically, um, episode 18 starts and his father basically tries to tell him that he had to do what he had to do and for our people to survive i had to rip out your emotions and you know if you kill your your loved one you will completely kill all your emotions um in that moment versus it taking like a thousand years or something to do so um so that's why he did what he did and that's why he chose to die by his son's sword 
Um, and he's basically trying to convince his son again to kill his loved one so you can, you know, produce hellfire and save the people because that's all you should be doing. Yeah. Broke um, my heart. Some, some episodes or scenes or moments uh, in fiction, I feel like you will remember for a while. And I feel like this episode had a lot of them yeah. for me personally. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I can't tell you how much the emotions hit on every level like the like Dylan's performance in this episode in particular was just so good mm-hmm. um basically um as you sort of said like he's given the opportunity to kill his father once again um sort of like destroy his soul um and he he doesn't do it and he has this fucking amazing uh speech i guess you would say yeah yeah, yeah. um where basically he says that and and it's a turn it's a turning point it's a turning point because up until now he's been saying the exact opposite like everything he's been doing was to eradicate those specific memories from you know his mind because it was painful and at this moment what does he say stuff so basically, his father is like, "Do you want to live with the pain of killing your father? Like, do you yeah. want to live with this yeah. guilt?" Because his father is goading him. He's like, "Kill me," because like you need exactly. to to regain power. You need to have yeah. your hellfire. You need to bring back our dynasty. Yeah. So so Shin Song basically tells him he would rather bear the pain of killing his father and the pain of emotions than not feel anything at all. Well, he says a lot more than that. Okay, but. well, that's, like, that's the line I picked up. But, like, that was, like, his end point, And that's where, like, yeah, I was, like, you know what? I love you. And I've always loved you. But, like, right now, I really love you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so important for him to, to come to realize that it's, like, there, there will always be pain. But the pain means that you loved like the pain means that you had moments of joy or otherwise you wouldn't have the pain right just emotionalist and just you know cold but you cared and and you loved your father and you had to kill him and you have to live with the pain of killing your father but now that means that you know, you get to keep also the memories of the good times that the you good had times. with him. And I loved how it was done, like, with the flashbacks of, like, you know, him and his father kicking the ball and, like, just this happy moments of his childhood. The and then, kicking like, of the ball. Uh, but I love that he didn't kick it in the end. I was like, you go. You go, boy. I, I, I mean, I did, and I, I was also really sad, like, because yeah. it wasn't, like, full closure in that way, you know. Um, I think it was closure within himself. He was allowed to recognize that I did what I did and I do feel guilt and I do feel pain. But again, it was like it was manipulation at its finest. Like it was just like he realized that what he did in the past wasn't right, but he's willing to go forward. And it wasn't a situation of his own choosing. Like it was done for him. He never really had a choice. I don't see it that way. I Destroying his soul, yes. That would have been playing right into the manipulation and being like, you're right, I should do this, um, and I'll kill you again, blah, blah, blah. To me, the ball kind of represents the acknowledgement of the good times. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want that father that's asking me to kill him again. I don't Mm -hmm. agree with that side of you, but there was this other side of you, which can't, like, 
you can't just pretend it wasn't there, you know? So, like, to me, the kicking of the ball was kind of just, like, acknowledging, like, let's close this door, you know? Like, we had some good memories, and, and let's close it at that, you know? But he doesn't do it, which to me kind of tells me... But you're right, you know, it's... Like I said, I'm kind of, like, on the fence. Yeah. Like, a part of it, I'm, like, uh, happy that he didn't kick it back because it's kind of, like, yeah, like you've said, like, he's taking back all agency and, like, fully being, like, no, like, I'm making this decision for myself and I'm fully mm-hmm. cutting, you know, the, the ties and I'm just letting it go and yeah. I don't I don't need to indulge you in this. Yeah. But, like I said, there's the other side for me where it's, like, an acknowledgement of what was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Us? I think it just, it made me sad at the fact that I thought he was going to kick it for his younger self. Exactly. Yeah. Like, his you younger know, self. That's what I thought was going to happen, but. I don't know. I just feel like he reflected on, like, all the sad times, too. Like, when he was, yeah. like, he, like, had this instrument. He was going to play his father a song. And, like, he found out oh, in that episode that, like, he, the father broke it, but he also repaired it. And it was just, like, all those instances where he's, like, reflecting back on it. And he's, like, why? Yeah. Like, why should I repair this? Because, what, you're dead? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's also such an important scene just because I think it shows him who he's becoming. Mm-hmm. someone who would be willing to hurt those he loves for the sake of something else, like for the sake of a kingdom or for the sake of the cause or whatever you want to say it. Um, and I think he's realizing in that moment that he's he he doesn't want to be that person but also can't be that person. Like he can't repeat what's happened to him because if he was to continue down the route that he's taking... He would become his father to his own son. Eventually. Yeah, he would have to be. He would like whoever has the hellfire would have. He would have to treat him the same way. I'm sure there has to be another way to use the hellfire. Like there has to be another way. I don't know. We'll um, so he goes back to what's it called? His his like kingdom. His like de- desert. Ta- Isn't it the Ta- Kagan Sea Ta- or something Ta- like that? Ta- oh no! Is that is that something else? Like that's where his soldiers are frozen. Oh. No, that's not where they live. I don't no. know. Anyway. Anyways. He goes back home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. With his wife, you know, okay, dragging stop her calling back. her his <laughs> wife. They're not officially married in any way. They're married spiritually. <laughs> okay. Spiritually um, married. Uh, anyway, he, he brings her back and uh, his brother is taking his punishment. Yes. Which is lightning. Uh, lightning Ooh. strikes. Um, and halfway through, or not even halfway through, before we even reach the halfway point, um, uh, Shing Song is like, I will take the reminder of the, the, the lightning strikes. Um, and he rips. (laughs) Okay, that was hot. I was like, I was not prepared. (laughs) The sounds that that just (laughs) left my body. (laughs) I was um, hot under the collar, if you get what I mean. The way he does that. My mom was asleep on the chair. She knocked out. Me and my dad were watching. I was like, wow. (laughs) It's so angsty, too. Like, it kind of reminded me of, um, not Zuko. What the fuck is his name? 
Last air, last Airbender. Zuko. Fire. Why are you Why are you making me question this? <laughs> it's not Zuko. What the fuck is his name? Oh my god, we love him. How can we forget? Fake fake fans. It's it's Katara Zutara, right? That's their yeah. ship name, Zutara. Zuko. So then... Why are you like killing me here, Zuko? It is Zuko. Yes. Is, is it? Okay, so it is. I got it right. Um, anyway, I'm not a fake know. fan. I don't know. I mean, I'm not either because obviously my my conscious self knew it was Zuko. Okay. Okay, that's what you're second guessing. Fake fan. All this to say, it that moment reminded me of Zuko for some reason. I don't know if Zuko has maybe a moment. He had a like, scene yes, not he where does. he ripped off his shirt. He it was just like her. he yeah, and then like the birds were flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why. Oh my god. Okay. Um, anyways, that was fucking but the hot. the hair, like, on his back. I love his hair, guys. Long hair has all rights right now, and I'm yeah, living it for does. it. All the rights. Like, men. 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 I'm talking directly to men who are, like, 1% of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> men. <laughs> Please grow your hair out. <laughs> but it has to be like that, and that healthy. Yeah. So if you need tips on how to oil your hair, hit me up. It has to be, you know, taken care of. Like we don't know, we don't want no like grubby ass long hair. Okay, mm-hmm. like beautiful polished hair. Thank you. That billows in the Bring breeze. Bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Bring it back. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> honest to say, we get this really angsty scene where uh, lightning is happening. He's taking the punishment for his brother. Uh, that brother uh, bad vibes yeah. bad vibes you're watching your fucking brother take this lightning f- for you Can in I... your stance and like yeah. you can tell he's faking it he's faking the like sadness like i i get it i get no, it i don't see no sadness i don't fucking get it what do you get no there's no sadness he still hates his brother he's like yeah. you killed my dad for he... no reason and he's like, but Lan Hua literally shows him the memories. Like she shows end, him his brother wasn't. She's like, he you still know what? doesn't change his mind. <clears throat> no, he does. He does. I don't fucking trust him. No, he's no, he's still fucking planning shit. I don't trust him either. I'm just saying after he saw the memories of like the conversation, like because, you know, my girl Lan Hua was like, here you go. Shut up. And like gave it to him. And it was so cute, by the way. I love her. Um, yeah, he did change a little bit. He just didn't know how to act around his brother, like, believing that his brother, you know, he just thought his brother killed the father just to kill him. Yeah, well, I still don't, tr- I don't trust that. Man. I don't trust him either. I don't trust, like, I fully think he's, he's still holding on to that fucking grudge. Oh my god! Because that's all he has in his sorry ass fucking life. Yep. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that whole, like, thing with the sword, like, I know it's next episode, where, oh, like, yeah. um, Shin Song was like, get rid of it. Yeah. I'm thinking mm-hmm. the brother kept it all. He fucking kept it to yeah, kill his did. brother. Like, I, he's yeah. gonna fucking do no, or kill her. No, to kill Orchid. Whenever yeah. he finds out what it's for, I really think he's gonna use it yeah. to kill Orchid. Anyways, um, what we do get after this is probably, and this is what I mean when I say, like, a scene you'll probably remember for a really oh, long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I cannot tell you the emotions I went through so so after this um Shing Song goes to the exact same room where Lan Hua found the old book with like you know all the info in it mm-hmm. um he goes back there and he just he's on his knees looking at the little like ball 
thing, right? Yeah. That he was uh, kicking back and forth with his father as a kid. Um, he founds the actual, you know, ball. Or was it the actual? Uh, anyway, we don't care. Don't <laughs> He's on his <laughs> knees. And he is crying. <sighs> but, like, sobbing. And I need everyone to know that there is something so powerful. And I've said this, I think it was Bridgerton, season two. There's mm-hmm. something so incredibly powerful and important in seeing a man cry and like yes. actually experience his emotions, especially a man like Chin Song, who is very much the embodiment of like your alpha male, you know, like fully repressing all emotions all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see that man finally fucking break down into sobs and like letting himself live his emotions oh my god and that is thanks to the female gaze because that could not happen in this way any other way and i love that it wasn't like you said it was a full out like sob session like it wasn't all like quote-unquote manly like tear that was shed like i just felt like it was so well done shaking crying on his knees like he is fully I mean, he almost feels like a boy in that yeah. moment, like like his younger self, just like finally crying about it. Yeah. Like, and like facing that part of him because like he's been emotionally stunted since he was like, what, like eight, nine, like whenever his emotions were taken away. So now he's reliving all of the like the years post killing his father. So it's like imagine what he's experiencing because I'm sure he was a ruthless leader as well. So I don't know. It's just it was a lot. And even though you could say he's kind of like a child in that scene, he's not, it's, it's done in such a, like, respectful, beautiful way. Um, he's not undermined at all. In fact, no. I would say he comes out of that feeling stronger because he's finally letting himself live, you know, yeah. through that. Um, and it's just so beautiful how she, she gives him the space that he needs to experience that. Yeah. And, um, she kneels with him, um, and he says that he doesn't blame his father anymore. Um, and, and basically, like, as he's crying, he's kind of like, when will the suffering end? I know. Um, And he repeats that, you know, and, and she grabs his hand and um well at first he's kind of like he he holds his hand in front of his face kind of like to hide uh but she grabs his hand and they hold hand and then they hug her comforting him was Mm -hmm. so good i loved it it's just such a turning point yeah it was such a turning point for them I just, I wish, I wish men were allowed to do that more often. I really do. I do feel like crying and, like, actually experiencing your emotions is not really, like, a, like, a, is it Western? It's not really a Western thing, sadly. And it's just, like, I, you see it so many times in, like, for example, like, in Indian shows, because I watch those, Indi- like, Indian films and, like, Korean shows, Chinese shows. Like, I feel like it's a, it's a thing that, like, it's, it's a norm like you should be able to feel your emotions but we have this idea of like a macho man that they don't feel their emotions and like I feel like it's time to break that and it's like it's high time well that's that yeah I I feel like anything that's female gaze and and I feel like anything that's not western tends to go for the female gaze a lot more Mm -hmm. or does it a lot better yeah unfortunately a lot of the stories that we have here in the western world it's like they'll try 
to do the female gaze, but they'll fucking do it wrong, or they won't do it justice, or they'll break it before it, it can have the, like, cathartic uh, effect that it's supposed to have. Yeah. I'm trying very hard not to I know things and um anyways. <laughs> yep. But but yeah, it's it's yeah. I'm sad that that's not a thing. But. but hey, we get a lot more opportunities to see that in other languages and other shows, so. Yeah. Um so following this because this episode is not over, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get what I like to call the art of the smile, um, which is basically Shing uh, Song goes to Lanhua and um, that was so cute. Oh my gosh, she's she's basically teaching him how to smile, like because yeah. he wants to smile, but he's like, I don't, I don't know how. He did the scene so well, and so she she teaches him how to smile and then he does this um blood ritual thing where basically Ugh. in the moon tribe when you want to thank someone you put your blood on their cheek um, i love that's that moment. supposed to and, and i fucking loved it because she's like ew and then yeah. and then <laughs> and then she's like can i do it myself because like he's getting a little too close and she's getting a little shy yeah um and he's like no it's the first time i've uh, ever you know thanking Thank someone, someone like and you're not you're gonna take that chance away from me <laughs> yeah. no but what i also love it's like he respects her and he's like relax it's not actually yeah. blood it was yeah. something yeah. else but right. like yeah he was like I, I knew you wouldn't like it if it was blood so it's yeah. like it's like lipstick or some shit. I, don't I know. love him. I know. Oh, he was perfect. And like when his eyes, like you, I don't, okay, I'm again t- speaking about Dylan Wang, like he's perfected, like you know, like that saying, like his eyes warmed. Like you can tell when his eyes are warm. And it's just like, ugh. yeah, just like he, he can, he can change his face so that it looks soft without actually really changing anything. Exactly. The emotion comes through in his eyes only, and it's just like you know he's soft in that moment. Like he's like you said, like he becomes warm without actually changing anything. Yeah, which is hard to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that episode basically ends with uh, his hand on her cheek, and then episode nineteen starts with this man saying, (laughs) "Fucking uh, ruining it." (laughs) He literally ruins it. He's like, you know what? I need you to be happy, and that means killing everyone that's ever hurt you, and that means killing all the fairies. Dumbass! (laughs) And she's like, whoa, 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 that's not what I want. (laughs) Oh, my God. But that was so romantic, though. He wants to kill everybody (laughs) for her. I know, I loved it. Kill them, they're all bullies. It's such a trope, though. Like, I I just finished another... um, Chinese book where basically it was the same thing like the 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 demon guy was like so you never smile when when you're with me but you smile when you're with other people therefore I will kill everyone in the world so that you only have me and you will have to smile (laughs) I love that I love that (laughs) of course you fucking do you psycho that is so romantic (laughs) no but that's cute yeah I mean he was like yeah I'll commit genocide so that I you can you you have to choose me and you can only smile and you can't smile to anyone else but me well yes that that is what he's offering here to Lanwa yeah Yeah, he's He's uh, holding on to his uh, plan, original plan. Um, so we've made some emotional work, just not 
the whole not the all whole, of it still, yeah. still got an uphill battle here still fighting it yeah um uh chang hang is imprisoned Yes, he's locked up in the tower where we first found Shinsong. And uh, he refuses to apologize for loving Lan This Hwa. poor guy. Yeah, and he's told also uh, in this scene by, uh, what was her name, the, the girl that, that he's totally going to end up with? But, um, da, 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 Dayan or something? Yeah. Her. She tells him because she's seen a couple episodes back the the vision from the tree. Yes. Right. That we know is going to happen. So she tells him about it here, and that kind of like because at first he's just like let me hear, and I'll just die here. Like I refuse to apologize. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. And she she is obviously in love with him, and she wants him to keep fighting. And and you know what? At first I didn't like her, but now I'm like you know what? Respect for like. She loves him enough that she's she's okay with seeing him love someone else. And Chong ha- Chong Hang has a little, you know, he's lost a few points when he's like, "You've never experienced this love, so you can't tell me anything." I was like, like, "She actually, actually has. Have. She has." But, I mean, how would she he loves know? You. But how he, would he yeah, know? he didn't know. No, I know, but it's like the way that he like would talk to her. I was like, "Can you chillax? He's, like, leave he's her stuck alone. in his pain." I know, and I feel so bad. Okay, yeah. So what he does is it is it in this? Yeah, it's in this. Yeah, episode. right. Yeah. So so what he does, um, he jumps into. I don't remember what it's called. First, um, the fairy tells him like, "I saw that you do marry her, but like it was a like a mortal wedding." Um, so then that's why he decides to jump into that portal that takes him to the human world, and thus. Well, basically what it does is that it reincarnates him. Yes, uh, and that took me a while mortal. to figure out. Yeah, so it's not the same as uh, Lan Hua and Shinsong who go to the mortal realm as right. themselves. Here, what he is doing is that he's literally reincarnated as a mortal um, where he has to go through, and this is like a huge thing in all these novels all the time, he has to go through um, the like seven uh, mortal like tribulations or whatever they call them, like sufferings or th- there's a name for it. Um, hardships. Said hardships. <laughs> hardships. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember what they are, but it's like love uh, losing someone you love, uh, you know, hating someone. Blah blah. blah. Anyway, it, it's like part of the religion. Um, so, so he's, he's going to that world to experience that. So he's literally reborn and now has to experience all of those hardships. I saw that scene and I was like, this man loves her that much, this much to get, like to go through this, this uncertainty. Like he doesn't, he doesn't know where he'll end up. He doesn't know what will happen to him. He doesn't even know she'll just end up there. He literally abandons everything for her. For her. So, like, how do you not root for him? It's just, like, my heart broke. Because I'm fully on team, you know, Shinsong at this point. But are there people that are not, like, rooting for him? I don't know. I, like, I, I, I empathize with him. I just, mm-hmm. I think it's enough, like, enough's enough at this point. Like, I know you love her, but he doesn't know, actually, he doesn't know about Shinsong and her, so... I feel conflicted about his character because I'm sure he's supposed to, like, embody something. Like, I'm sure we're not supposed to like him because he probably represents, like, a different kind of love that, like, is not or a different kind of men that is not 
what is right for Lan Hua, like symbolically, yeah. I'm sure he represents something, but the way that he was written and just the actor who portrays him is just, it wasn't going to work out if you want me to not like him. <laughs> for me, it's the lack of confronting her and asking her about her emotions. That's my thing. It's like you're doing all this without even knowing if she loves you. Like you're going through all this, like throughout all this effort. Okay, I so get wait, it. You're, t- you're saying you don't like him at this point? No, I like him, but it's like this is the one thing that's like I can kind of see why people wouldn't root for him. It's like he's not even taking her own feelings into account. It's more was like he not me, told? me, 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 me. I thought he was told by someone at some point, like pretty early on, that like Lanhua obviously was in love with him, or I mean, thought she was. I think it was more so like they think it was like a little crush. Well, I mean. You don't need the other person to love you for you to love them, obviously, True. because the girl jumps right after him. She's like, if he's going there, I love him so much that I will do that for him and I That's will fair. accompany him <laughs> through these hardships. So, you know, she does the same thing. Uh, Lan Hua and Shin Song have a fight, which again was a great fucking moment. The one by the tree with the snow? That yeah. one? Oh, In the cave? Gosh. Had my tears. They were ready. The music, guys. The music, the cinematography, the snow falling. Basically, the one where um, she says, um, he, he tells her that she's the most important person to him. Uh, and she sort of pulls away and, and she starts saying that basically, like, there's too much of a gap between them. Like, the gap mm-hmm. between them is too wide. That she's just a fairy and he's still the moon supreme and that... You know, there's obviously still a war in between them that yeah. he still wants to kill her people, that she can't stand for that. Is this where he asked her, like, can you not give up the fairy tribe yeah. for me? That, yeah. That scene? And yeah. then, yeah, he asks her if you can give up, like, she, he's like, if she can give up her people for him. And she asks if he can give up his mission and his promise to his father for her. And, and the answer is no. Yeah, because they're both on opposing sides. They have different views. They have different... Yeah. Like, yeah, and goals. And also here was when she also reiterated, like, she doesn't even know who she is. Like, she doesn't know what she is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, there's yeah. two instances here and then a little bit later on where we're reminded that they're enemies. Because yeah. I feel like the show did a great job of actually making you sort of forget that they are just and not like in the in the like oh we kind of forgot like you know right. bad plotting type of thing but actually like great character work where or great emotional work because you feel so much of like what's happening between them and you want them to be together and like they have this budding friendship happening that you actually do forget like there is this war yeah <laughs> that kind of separates them and puts them on opposite sides so i actually love that we are reminded in this scene like actually don't forget like we're enemies we're still enemies at this point and like neither of us is ready to give up to join the other's side um so yeah i do i do really love this moment it was very romantic how do you think this is gonna play out like how do you think this is gonna play out well obviously he has he has to be the one to give in Obviously. I don't see him doing that though. I mean, and and hurt people is not like squeaky clean either. No, I have to say. Yeah. they're not. But she obviously doesn't see that side of them. She's very. They much should like, just go rogue. I agree. Yeah. They should choose the third path and go rogue. I just feel like the Moon Tribe. Like I think they're cool, and I feel like 
I think we should side with them. But also, I don't think massacring a whole population is the best way to go. But we'll see what happens. I think they should unfreeze the soldiers just because, like, rem- like you know, for, for the women in that one yeah, episode that yes. were, like, our sons, our fathers, etc. Like, unfreeze them and let them go back to their families. But let's not attack. Let's <laughs> just call it, you know, say peace and... You know? What is the end goal, though? So, like, if the fairy people, if they win the war, what do they get? And then if the moon tribe win the war, what do they get? I think it's an issue of pride. I think it's literally just that. Like, the father was saying, like, you have to, like, we were shamed 30,000 years before or whatnot. And, like, you have to to gain back what was taken from us in terms of, like, our pride. I think okay. he's literally just wanting to massacre them to say, like, we can. You didn't defeat us. Okay. I think so. Anyway, that's kind of what I understood. All right. Um, so, and, and, and episode 19 ends with uh, Shinsong and Lan Hua going to the mortal realm as well. But they are not reincarnated. reincarnated. This is their uh, immortal selves traveling to the mortal world, which is mm-hmm. different. Well, Shinsong goes with his dragon boy, and then Jelly and Lan Hua go, because they're like, what the heck, where are, like, why are they going? And Lan Hua basically has, like, a feeling that it, there there's more to the story. Because something went wrong with the baby's spirit, which the baby that they thought was the reincarnation, which I'm guessing is not no. the reincarnation, and that's why it went wrong. It is. So basically, um, the baby that, so they read the the Destiny book, and then they're like, it's this person. Baby was born, but then they're like, the baby hasn't experienced the hardships yet. So until the person experiences a hardship, can they, like, extract the primordial spirit and then do what they need to do? So that baby grew up to be... The the woman. Okay. The The the, the chitty, chitty, chitty woman, or whatever. Chitty woman reincarnated... Yeah, it's just I called her the courtesan because I don't know what else to call her. Yeah, I don't the remember dancer, her name right? Either. The one that dances. Yeah, 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 her. Yeah. Episode twenty. Uh, so they hear about this brothel, which has this famous courtesan woman. Um, so they go. Is it a brothel though? Is it really? I I, I yeah. thought it was. Yeah. That's. Uh, I thought it was so... just like a performing arts center where you know. No, no, so no, basically, I think it's a brothel. Yeah, that's how I, like, it's, okay, in, like, Indian culture back in the day, it's kind of the similar thing, where, like, they dance to entertain the men, and then the men, like, whoever pays the highest price, they get her for the night. So that's the same thing here, I'm assuming. I thought it was all innocent. <laughs> why do you think, um, Censorship, Tong Hang's, that's why. like, <laughs> his, like, reincarnation, yeah, his reincarnation, what was his name? It was, like, something. Anyways, like his father was like, "You're you'll never marry her." His oh, uh, wasn't it? Uh, like, wasn't it like Shao La or something? Something Sh- like I think that. Shao Shao Ron. Anyways, his dad was like, "You are not marrying her because yeah, she was a courtesan." Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. So so yeah. Turns out here he is. Uh, our mortal Shang Hong. He's here. He's a player. He is a player in this world, in this life, which is funny because he was such like a prince by the book before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a fucking dumbass. He is literally a himbo. Yes. Like, literally. 
We love to see it. Um, it's it's fun because you get to see like a different personality, like a different side of that actor. And he acted this part really well. I just I love this show for giving us that. Like every character has like different yeah. personalities at yeah. one point. Even yeah. the woman that loves him, whose name we keep uh, messing up, she's a man in this life. So now like the same actress is right. playing as a guy. Yeah. And he's playing a total himbo, stupid ass dude that just looks really good and is a total player. <laughs> the duality and here, it was really yeah, dumb. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and it, everyone's really good. But it took me so long to figure out that they were reincarnated. I was like, wait, what's going on? Are they pretending to be these people? What's going on? So it took me a while. So I probably missed a lot of things that happened until I figured out that they were reincarnated. Dragon Boy and Shinsong have. Uh, they're just, they're fucking clueless. They're fucking <laughs> that clueless. That scene was so funny. Yeah. The two of them talking to each other about um, feeling weird as of late. Yeah, <laughs> having weird feelings. They're like, there's a little pity patter in my heart, and I kind of feel weird. I don't know what this is. <laughs> they're so dumb, but I love they're it. They're so dumb. There's they, one brain cell, literally. Yeah. I don't even know if they have that much. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, after 30,000 years, honestly, you can't blame them for being a little stupid. But, um, yeah, they, they don't realize that what they're feeling and why they're feeling so weird in the presence of their women of late is that they're in love. Yes. <sighs> Idiots. Um, As, how are you feeling about Dragon Boy and Jelly? Right. I like it. It's cute. Yeah. yeah. But then I, I'm, I'm a little confused because... Because later on, you know how it shows, like, she has a connection with the brother? Oh, oh, you mean um, uh, the the fairy girl that, yeah, mm. reincarnated yeah. A, into a guy. I was, I, I was a little puzzled by that. Because yeah. at first I thought, is it because she recognizes her? Yeah. I thought she was yeah. recognizing, like, that she was seeing the, the, like, the fairy, like, woman version of her mm-hmm. in him. And that's why oh. she was kind of intrigued. But I don't think that was it. And then I was like, are they, like, sisters? Because at one point she says, um, someone says, oh, that's because he's my brother. And then she says, oh, yeah, that's because we're brothers, too, or something something like that. And I was like, is she trying to, like, say that they're sisters in the fairy world? I don't know. I was real confused by that whole situation. Yeah. But anyway, I don't think it was that important. Or maybe it is and it will come back. I, I don't know what the whole thing was about. Yeah, especially because Dragon Boy is right there. Like, come yeah, on. I know. Like you had a thing going. <laughs> I yeah, I'm sorry. I love Dragon Boy and her. I think they're so cute. There, they have like the right level of angst too, so that like they don't overshadow the main couple, but like they also don't like disappear with the main couple beside them. Yeah, they're an interesting dynamic because she's kind of like the the thief that like has never really allowed herself to, like, get attached to anyone because of her way of life. And then here, he's, like, the cute, loving, trusting boyfriend. He's so cute! <laughs> so it's a nice, like, you know, reverse reversal of, like, what we're used to. Um, right. We get the Lantern Festival, and everyone's so unhappy. <laughs> well, mostly Lanhua and Shinsong. Uh... Because wait, what episode's the lantern? Well, there's the 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 lantern festival where they actually like set off the lanterns in the sky. That's later, but here I I think they called it the lantern festival, but there's no like lanterns happening. It's it's the it's the night where the the chitty woman is supposed to 
meet oh, the right, Mr. Right. right and everything. Well, basically what happens, uh, they're living life. It's time for the performance to happen. And uh, they get in with uh, paying gold. And they get there. And Lan Hua basically sees Chong Hang. And she's like, oh, shit. Shin Song cannot see him. What do I do? So she literally <laughs> acts so weird. And she, like, pretends to lose her bangle. And then things happen. And I don't recall. Do they notice that Chong Hong is there? Chong Hang, sorry? Like, his reincarnation? I think it's Chong Hong. I think it's Chong Hong. Chong Hong? Uh, do they Chong notice Hong. that what? That uh, he's there. Not no, until right? the next episode, I Not until the next one, yeah. What do you mean? Do, do they notice he's there? Like, yeah, they do. No, she, I know, like, Lan Hua sees him but does shin song see him i think he knows by this point because because remember afterwards when he catches her does isn't that no i think in the next one because remember he's up on the roof and he looks out and he kind of sees out she's running towards someone and he notices him on the floor so i think he finds out later on i don't know if he finds out in this episode they're all bidding on who spends the night with her and then um is a Shao Shao La Shao whatever Chong Hong's reincarnation wins with like this rare tree, and he spends the time with her, but like there's no sparks, no sparks are flown, and that's when yeah she overhears Rong Hao, and then she talks about like she dreams of this man that plays the flute, and then she hears it. Well, she says she's been waiting for something. Like she feels like her whole life she was waiting for something, but she didn't know what it was. And then she hears the sound of the flute. Like she doesn't, she didn't actually say, oh, I was waiting for a man who plays the flute. Like she didn't even know what it was. And then suddenly the moment she hears it, she knows that that's what it was. Yeah. I just want to know, Miss Angst over there, like how did you feel about that? Because I kind of felt the angst. I felt the angst too. I'm like, I want to see how this plays out, but I was really, like, I was feeling it so hard. Well, anyway, it made me invested in this ship kind of low-key, okay? No, I was going to say, and, like, the tune he plays is so, like, so, like, sad. It's beautiful. I love that sound. I really do. Me too. Me too. It sounded good. Um, As, how do you feel about Rong Hao? I feel like you had no opinions on him. Yeah, I don't care for him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. Our our kind of villain. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, no. Not for, I don't, not for that villain. No. We can move on. Okay, okay, let's move on. Episode 21. Um, So she sees someone on the roof. This is the scene you're talking about, right? Jin Sung literally, what a fucking dumbass. One brain cell, tell you. He literally (laughs) completes the fucking prophecy or whatever you want to call it unknowingly i'm like dude do not stop her from drinking it because like she's about to drink this thing like mr right according to this prophecy is supposed to appear and like stop her from killing herself and obviously he's on that roof and chung hong is elsewhere with lan hua and so that's not happening and so he's seeing that she's about to drink it and he fucking poofs into the room and like stops her from doing it and i was like you Okay, but see, this is how I saw it. So, like, also, Chong Chong Hong was supposed to meet his, like, Mrs. Wright as well. And he met Lan Hua. And this kind of goes back to the whole, like, she's the goddess for him. And he did meet her. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know what you mean. Like, I, I felt the same. I was like, okay, clearly that's what that was supposed to be. But can but, I just say, I love that she had her, like, soulmate, and I am hope, like, I know she'll choose the villain. 
Rachel, she was a villain. Because I don't think her soulmate was... No, I mean, like, I mean in the sense where, like, who she's supposed to marry, who she's supposed to choose, that it's been prophesized. No, she chooses a villain instead, and I love it. That just makes me feel even worse for Zhang Hong, because <laughs> she really was, she really was his faded love. <laughs> Like, I believe that's what I that's what I assumed with all the flashbacks, like which we get in episode twenty one, where we get like Rong Hao's like perspective on things. That's how I perceived it to be. Like she is that goddess he was yeah, supposed to marry. Like the gods have literally tied the the that red string of fate, which is why he's always pursued her, always loved her, always will. And so I feel really sad, and I hope he can find joy and love with that other fairy girl. I hope so too. And I'm praying he does. So we'll see. We'll see. Anyways, so that happens. And uh, Shin Song stops. Well, I guess puts himself with, like, literally uh, 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 transports himself as a, <laughs> in a protagonist role in this prophecy where this, this woman now is in love with him. She thinks that he's, he's the man that she loves. And yep. we find ourselves in a bit of a conundrum because now the two people that were supposed to be together are now in love with <laughs> her protagonists anyways they decide to make a plan to get these two to meet and get the prophecy like back on track rectify the fates mm-hmm. what is their plan basically what is their plan is there a fucking plan or their it's just utter chaos stupid. <laughs> it was so bad from the start I mean, and I don't even know, like, how to describe it because it changes every five minutes because they're like, nope, that was the wrong move. Oh, no, that was also the wrong move. We're just digging ourselves deeper and deeper into this fucking hole. Anyways, they had this idea for, like, the girls to go off and, like, you know, have a friendship with uh, the courtesan and then the boys were going to, like, go to school and get to know. <laughs> what was that? You have this old-ass godly man going back to school. I was like, what is going on? And it was just so was funny, funny seeing him in a school setting. I was like, ugh. And then he gets yeah. kicked out. And then him and Chang Hang like, randomly bond. Chang Hang literally becomes, like, a fanboy. I was so like, adorable. Uh, if if Sh- Chang Hong could, if like past like fairy Chang Hong could see himself, I think he would have had a heart attack. Bridge. Yeah, he would yeah. just. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a total fanboy. Uh, Ching Song does not know what to do with him, quite frankly, um, because their whole plan is like basically to lure them back together. Because they're like, well, they didn't meet on the night of, but right. as long as they get married on that specific day, it should be fine. Yes. So, so yeah, so so fanboy uh, Chang Hong <laughs> is uh, they're him and Chin Song, as you said, get kicked out of school, and then so they go to this spot where people play football, <laughs> soccer if you're American, uh, and so they start playing football, which I was like, it's kind of cute because obviously Chin Song, you know, we have, he has a whole history with this, yeah. yeah. But I'm hoping, like, this, like, has, like, a, a bigger a bigger purpose. Like, I hope, like, once they regain their memories, if that happens, um, that, like, you know, like, this bond is still there. Like, they have the memories there. And I hope, I'm praying that this friendship prospers. Two things. A, I 
want them to be besties so fucking bad. Me too. Like, sorry, sorry to you, Dragon Boy, but, like, you're gonna have to be number two. Because, like, I just, this friendship, I need it. Okay, but I love Dragon Boy. I'm okay with, like, a three, three-man friendship. Threesome, threesome. A threesome. Oh, <laughs> yes. Innocent one. Innocent, innocent one. one I'm down for, too. <laughs> Bonus points if Dragon Boy is a dragon. Well, he's a big-ass dragon. That ain't gonna fit nowhere. Oh, true. Okay, never mind. I revoke that. Anyways, my second point was, in an innocent way, I do want them to be besties. In a (laughs) not-so-innocent way, I do have a bit of a crack ship going. Girl, I felt that, too. Explain. Well, you know that moment when, um, is it in this episode where Chang-Hong is... On the ground with his cheek on uh, Chin Sung's thigh. Uh, I think it was the next episode, but this episode... I don't know. Listen, I just... I felt the sparks (sighs) a little. Like, there was some tension, and I was like, you know what? These two men just need to fuck it out. Like, they just... And he put the little ointment on his thigh. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) It was so cute, and I love how, like, awkward Chin Sung felt, and I was like... He got all shy. I was like, what is this? What's going on here? I love it. (laughs) Uh, anyway, I saw, I appreciated, and um, I will take it away as my crack ship. It is in my pocket forever. Um, no, I loved it. I was on board. I'm on board with that crack ship. Yeah, and not only that, but this episode also has one of my favorite fucking moments, which is, remember uh, that uh, Lan Hua was literally teaching him how to smile? Yes. And then, I love that. Uh, well, first we get a flashback to uh, her teaching him once again during the, the, I think it was during the Lantern Festival, like how to smile again. Um, and he's he's got that soft, warm look, <laughs> as you put it, uh, in his eyes after that. But all this to say, I just love that his second attempt at a smile after that was for Chang Hong. Like, <laughs> my man, this villain, this is his enemy. Like, he knows who this man is. And yet, here he is, smiling for his enemy. This soft-ass, awkward little smile. (laughs) Because I don't know why, but I loved it. Well, I think he thought that he had to, like, win him over. But I also feel like it was a genuine moment. It was a genuine smile. I don't think it was, like, him trying to be like, oh, maybe I should smile here. It was like, no, I think he wanted to smile. I just, I honestly feel like they would have been friends if, you know, they weren't on opposing sides. Yeah. And also, also they didn't like the same, the same woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I screamed. Episode 22. Um, so basically, uh, Lan Hua sees the rubbing the ointment, not rubbing something else. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> we get uh, Rong Hao's uh, perspective here. And we go back 30,000 years ago when... Um, the Chitty Woman, I, I don't know um, what her actual name is because that's what the translation gave us. Um, he took her body to the, like that, the Taisu, tai which is like the embodiment of evil and darkness. And like he's a, he's a demon without a body or something. That's what I perceived it as. Oh, the yeah. Same, the same as who, the same person he, or God, he was brought to by yeah. his own, uh, the woman who works for him. Right. Um, so he is like, we get like kind of like his whole purpose here. We find out that he ends up doing all of this to, um, bring her back, which we already know, but, um, he has to, um, kill this goddess to resurrect her or something is what I got. And then we get a flashback, um, 
to this goddess, whoever he has to kill. And he's massacred all of... Oh, sorry. He's massacred all of her people. This is all, like, um... I don't know what they're called. How did you pronounce it again? Oh, I, I'm pretty sure I'm not pronouncing okay. that correctly, but, yeah. Anyways, they were massacred. And, um... So, with them, obviously, like, they all died. And we see that her parents... Well, the child that, you know, is supposedly prophesized to do all of this and also destroy Taisu is what I'm assuming. Um, her parents locked away her powers and took away her memories and made her think that she was just, you know, what she was. And, um, yeah, so that's, like, the end of that flash. No, it wasn't the end of the flashback. We go back to, like, the flashback 30,000 years ago. I was so confused. I kept her, like, kept her Well, not this. only that, but they cultivate her back down to a flower. Yes. So basically, so, we realize that that is Lanhua. That that is Lanhua. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have um, we're back thirty thousand years into the past, and we see that Taisu, he promises to preserve the Chitty woman's body with his evil spirit, um, but Ronghao will need to send her to the mortal world to experience hardship. But during that time, he needs to continue to feed this evil spirit, um, all these like, soul like powers. I don't know. Power, souls i don't know and um yeah so his body like taisu's body was destroyed but he still lives and now it's like really well apparent that wrong how is working with him to just resurrect his goddess and like he doesn't care what happens to him he's just like full on like just doing this for her so basically a lot of uh the backstory for the villain like his motives exactly. why he's doing what answered. he's doing um yeah also i feel like it it sort of explained to me for me uh a lot of his weird interactions with her to begin with like does he know it's her though i think so i don't know that's still a question mark but i was like maybe that's why he was acting a little weird because I don't think that the whole reason why he was trying to kill her was just because she, um, because uh, Chin Song was in her. <laughs> I wish he was. <laughs> but you know when they switch <laughs> yeah. bodies? Like, I, I don't know. Because he could have killed her so in, like, so many instances. Like, you could have even just went to, like, her Arbiter Hall and just, like, killed her there if he knew that it was her. So I don't, I think her powers are locked up that much that you don't recognize who she is. Like, no one will be able to tell who she is. Yeah, maybe. You're probably right. I don't know. I At the time, I was like, oh, so that's why. But now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, maybe not. Anyways, flat, like, we're cut to present day and we are back in the mortal world. And what's happening there, guys? The fucking plan is getting worse and worse with by the minute. By the minute. The chaos cannot be unraveled at this point. They just, like, they don't even have a... Like, they're following they Jelly, no let's plan. be honest. <laughs> they're following Jelly, who's, like, making up these plans on the fly. And she's like, yeah, we'll do this. Yeah. So, basically, they end up at a restaurant. Um, Lan Hua goes off with the Chitty Woman reincarnation. And um, Shin Song is off with uh, Chong Hong's reincarnation. And they're bonding. Chong Hong is drunk AF. <laughs> It was so funny. This is yeah. where he's resting his head and then, like, on his right. shoulder, his yeah. thigh. Like, literally, he's just, like, drunk man just doing whatever he wants. Lan Hua basically figures out that uh, the chitty woman is in love with Shinsong. <laughs> and she's kind of feeling a type of way. And, like, this is kind of, like, us seeing that she's a bit jealous. And then 
What does Chong Hong do, guys? What does he do? Oh, boy. Um, so my man is a certified lover boy. Um, and once he's got he's his a sights soup. on a woman, he um, has his sights on a woman. And what he does, and I fucking love that he does that. You guys obviously won't get why, but anyone who's interested in eternal faith or like um, heaven officials blessing or TCGF, whatever you want to call it, You'll know why this is such a good moment. But anyways, what he does is he paints this, like, huge fresco, or, like, image portrait of... He doesn't just paint one, though. No, he doesn't paint just one. Um, he paints, like, a million and puts it all over, over the, the city. city. But he paints this huge one that he has, in, you know, in that restaurant that he, like, unfolds at the restaurant. And he declares <laughs> his love... In front of everyone and their mother. And he's like, this is the woman that I love. And so if you find her, basically bring her back to me <laughs> sort of thing. Like, <laughs> um, It's kind of like those pictures where it's like wanted, but it's like yeah. wanted to marry, not for prison. <laughs> yes. And who sees this picture first? Who sees it? Shinsan. Yeah. <laughs> is it him and first? Yeah. Um, I think, he, yeah, he's there, and he is, like, so jealous. Like, he's livid. He is angry. And it was just, it was so funny to see. Obviously, Lanhua also sees it eventually. Um, yes. It's just such a fucking mess. Anyways, they, they both freak out, and uh, they go back to their, their, their respective, like, rooms, and, uh, it just so happens that at the same time they need like alcohol, but like really they just need a fucking minute <laughs> to gather yeah. themselves. <laughs> They're yes. like, this is a mess. <laughs> and obviously, Ching Song and Lan Hua um, collide into one another, uh, <laughs> find each other. Mm -hmm. And they're so pissed at each other because <laughs> it's like, how come we've let things get this bad? Yeah. How did you let her fall in love with you? How did you let that picture go up? Like, it was just They're so jealous. I love it. They were so jealous. And then the two people that are in love with them start looking for them because they're taking a little too long. And both of them are, like, running around trying to hide. They're not ready to see them. And especially, like, Lan Hua doesn't want to be seen by Chang Hong. And then um, Chin San doesn't want to be seen by the Chitty Woman. Anyways, all this to say, they end up in a um, <laughs> closet slash cupboard chest, yeah, yeah. cupboard of sorts. Um, Guys, the way he gripped her mouth, yes, I fucking no. <laughs> I I yelled, no. I yelled out, I died. I hit replay so many yeah. times; it's a little embarrassing. Same. I just need them to have a hot makeout sesh, and like, I know I won't get it, but it's just like. Ugh. I need fix. I need fix. I need smutty ass fix. Yes. Like, please. Like, I get it. He's soft and cute and sweet with her. Sweet with her. But please, we let know. my man have some rough ass sex because he deserves he it. Is you so know dominant. he wants to. He yeah. is so dominant and like, mm, I can see this. I can you see it. You know his dick was hard when he was grabbing her like that. There's no fix out there yet. That's... I haven't really gone looking at because I don't want to see spoilers. But I think after I'm in the show, I'll go looking. Anyways, that scene was fucking amazing. And just the way he's, like, so close to her. And he's, like, keep quiet. And he's not giving her space. <laughs> <laughs> I tingled a little everywhere. Oh, gosh. 
And I love how she's like, you go find somewhere else. And he's like, I found this place first. You go. Like, <laughs> like yeah. they're such children. Uh, episode 23 is just it's hilarious. Jealousy. <laughs> Nonstop jealousy. <laughs> because uh, they do not manage to escape. And in fact, the chitty woman does see Chin Song and Chang Hong does see Lan Hua. And now they're in a very precarious situation where the ones that are obsessed with them have found them. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, Chang Hong is now borderline courting uh, Lan Hua because he's, you know, he has it in his head that he's going to marry her. Yes. Um, and so Chin Song is serving fucking jealousy. Oh. So jealous. Uh, Jelly comes up with the worst fucking plan <laughs> yet again. She's like, maybe if we put really bad makeup, like, you I know, just, if you, you just seem very unattractive. Yeah. Maybe he'll like stop liking you. <laughs> and I love that Chin Song just like becomes a beauty guru in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ugly enough. <laughs> not yeah, exactly. Enough. Like, let me do it. Um, so she's 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 looking a wreck, poor girl. I gotta say. Um, but she goes to to find. Um, uh, wait, wait. He he packs her a little bag of food. He, he puts it in a toilet. I love little moments later. like that. No, so I think cute. he packed it like he put it around her neck to make her seem like she's gluttonous. Or was it for a snack later? No, I really think it was a snack for later. Yeah. Like, oh. That's how I saw it. I okay. didn't see it like that. He was just that was worried she would be hungry for some yeah. reason. It was <laughs> so cute. Her. Whatever it was. But can I just say, I legit almost peed my pants laughing. That whole sequence of like when she's trying to like deter Chong Hong away from her. It was just so funny. And then like... Shinsong kept getting jealous and more jealous and more jealous, and he's like, ugh, gotta go. Yeah. I was getting whiplash, not gonna lie, because obviously it's really funny, mm -hmm. and but you also sort of feel for Chung Hong in that moment just because, like, he's, yeah. has, he's, you know, getting his little heart ripped out a little. I know, I know. Um, because what the fuck does... Chong Kong, uh, Chong Kong, not Chong Kong. What the fuck does Jin Song do? <laughs> he basically comes up out of nowhere. And then um, as they're on the floor, he can't handle her shoes are off. And like Chong Kong is on the floor too, massaging his feet. He's like, this is it. I'm done. He goes and then he's like, oh, this is my wife. My pregnant wife. Because <laughs> just wife wasn't enough. It's just pregnant. I love a possessive man. I and then we had a fight. Died. <laughs> I died. I, I can't. I did. I did feel bad for him. Here yeah, me too. He was so heartbroken. Conflicted emotions, like I said. Like, yeah, because you feel for him, but at the same time, you're like levitating in your chair because yeah. you're like, Shin Song is being so fucking soft, and like you're seeing him call her honey, and like yeah. being so loving towards her and like a loving husband who's like you know taking care of his pregnant wife i was like what is going on and she's like what are you doing shut up like shut up what are you doing yeah, yeah. she's so panicking funny. the way he fucking snatched the portrait out of jung hung's hand <laughs> like a petty ass little bitch i was like oh my god it was so so funny 
and the music is so sad because obviously like Chung Hong is like you know heartbroken <laughs> but just I replayed the scene of just him snatching it away because I was like what is this this is so funny <laughs> um anyways great episode um, it was great and then that was followed by the lantern scene this is the one that I remember the lantern scene yeah, yeah. yeah. so they write their uh wish on the lantern yeah, uh, she asks him first, like, oh, because she's, you know, all happy, you know, and um, she asks him, like, oh, what's your, what's your wish? And, like, a dumbass, he's like, oh, it's to kill all of your people. Ugh, like, what did I you know. think that was going to achieve, my dude? Like, did you think she was going to fall in love or something? Like, congratulate you? Like, so anyway, that really sours the mood. Um, but they both write their wish, and his actual wish is guys. It was so, he wishes that she stays with him forever. Yeah, and then hers like okay, I love how they did it. So like he wished that, and then right after she says um, that even though she can't stay with him forever, she wishes that he'll never be alone and like be loved and be happy. And I'm like. Yeah. Uh, but that is like so them their responses yeah. to that but i love how it's opposites literally yeah. you know like he's he's very much like in denial that like they can somehow make it work you know with the way things are and that she'll stay with him forever yeah. and that she'll like come to her senses and realize that killing off all her people isn't that bad actually <laughs> Do you and think they'll have a moment where they'll they'll be they'll switch where he'll be like selfless and like let her go and then she'll be like of course. oh, like, oh no. yeah 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 I don't of think course. she'll be like I I think she'll stay as she is because she yeah. doesn't need to to make that switch but he will become selfless will. at some point yeah. of course he'll have yeah. to to you know make the grand gesture of selfish yeah. self selflessness I saw like their wishes as like um obviously yes for him wishing for her to stay forever with him but also for him. His, like, his happiness and his, like, love is her. So he wishes for her to stay with him forever. And I'm like, their wishes don't align even then. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, Chang Hong has a broken heart. And he's like, well, I guess there's nothing left in this city for me. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Hops on a horse and, uh, well, he gets stopped by Lan Hua, Chin uh, Song, and uh, Jelly. And Dragon Boy. As what was his, I mean, like, not his, what was Jelly's amazing plan? Please tell us. That supposedly it was a test that... And that what? <laughs> and that um, Orchid and um, Shin... Shin... Shin Song. Shin Song. Shin, I can't. Devil... Um, that they're supposedly siblings, they're brother and sister, <laughs> and that and it was a test to see at her with death stares. what his reaction was going to be, and I guess he he passed. <laughs> I swear to God, if every other character has one brain cell, she has none. But to be honest, she did get him to stay. What was that plan, though? She made it on the fly. They, like, she made hello, it really awkward. They butchered, it's chaotic. They butchered her plans, okay? Yeah. It's awful. Things have never been worse. <laughs> like, if you think... It's, it's funny, because for the past three episodes, it's just going down the drain, and you're like, it can't possibly be worse than this. Like, this is the this is the bad situation. <laughs> and then it gets worse. And then it, get, it gets worse. And you're like, wow, I just... Yeah. How are they going to get out of this one? I really don't know. And um, was that the end of 20... Is that 23? 
Uh, wait. Uh, that scene ends with Chang Hong being like, Lan Hua, I will make you the happiest woman. I will give you everything you want, ever wanted. I'll make you so happy. And literally, Jin Song like snaps and he's like, get lost enough. <laughs> like he's, he can't fucking bear it anymore. Like to see Chang Hong being this happy and like courting his woman. And I love how Chang Hong is like, you, I get it. You're an overprotective brother. You love your sister that much. I'll, I'll stay back now. Yeah. Oh, and important. Actually, before the end of the episode, uh, we get like a very brief scene with Chin Song just like walking and it's just his thoughts. And he he says, I have the same feeling. Uh, and he's referring to when Chang Hong said, I feel empty. After that, after um, Shin Song was like, oh, we're married. And he right. realized he couldn't have Lan Hua. Chang Hong said, I feel empty. And so we get the scene of Chin Song walking and just thinking, I have that same feeling. And then he says, is this love? And that is the right. first time that he acknowledges, is this love? Am I in love with her? And I was like, oh, my God, this is momentous. Then episode 24 was just a shit show. Just, it was just a shit show. Just double wedding <laughs> shenanigans. Like, Jealousy all around. To the point where, like, I don't even know. Like, it was just so bad. <laughs> Basically, they're trying. Well, Jelly's new plan is like, well, they just have to get married. It doesn't say to who. <laughs> As long as they switch, now we're now we're literally we've made it to the wedding. They're trapped in this situation, and she's like, "Well, as long as you switch back before the wedding night, <laughs> right? And we'll have a fake wedding. We'll just have For two weddings." Sake. But our boy is like, "I will only ever marry the woman I love." I know. So Song is like, "I ain't doing this. I ain't doing this." I love that. I love I that he, he wasn't up for it. Even Lan Hua was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Yeah, it's a fake <laughs> wedding. It doesn't matter. And I love how when he was saying that, he just looked right at Lan Hua. And he was like, yeah, I'm only going to marry the yeah. woman I love. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, basically episode 24 is um, more or less Jealousy Lan Hua for Sanchen Song to, yeah, to, to marry the chitty woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody has feelings for everybody. Right. Um, Jelly comes up with the idea to, but well, basically because Chin Song is like, how can I know how she feels? Because Nino now he's realized like maybe I'm in love and like he wants to know what Lan Hua is feeling. Right. He's like, how do I know how she feels if she's like always being contradictory and like saying the opposite of what she actually, you know, feels because he overhears. Lan Hua talking to Jelly on purpose. Jelly arranged the whole thing. I swear to God, this woman. <laughs> but anyway, overhears that, like, Lan Hua was like, ah, I don't like him that way, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's why Jelly is like, well, women usually say the opposite of what they actually think. Right. So she comes up with this plan to re- for him to remove his ring, which was tempering, uh, you know, the, the bond. Yeah. Yeah. And to switch out Lan Hua's hair fin thing, which uh, also cancels out her emotions so that he can't feel her. But what does he do? He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He respects her too much at this point. 
He yeah. respects her boundaries. That's what that is. Which is really important when you have an alpha male like this. Like, this Agreed. is a, a key moment. Like, it's a small detail, but it's so important. speaks volume that he's like, I have to respect this one boundary. It's not fair to her that I force her to reveal everything to me when she maybe doesn't want to. I want her... That's really what's not said. Like, what's unsaid is that he wants her to tell him how yeah. she feels. I love that scene. And I just, I love, like, you know, this is a character that had his agency taken away time and time again. And, like, he knows the importance of it. And, like, while he was going to do it, he, like, obviously took a, a step back. And he was like, I can't do it. I can't take away her agency. And I just love him. And I love his development that we've seen so far. And then you see him underneath the tree, just chilling, fully bloomed. The yeah, tree has fucking bloomed. Love it. It's such a it's it's such a short scene, but I was like, oh my god, the tree. His tree is fully recovered. It has flowers. And he looks it's at peace just, with it too. Yeah, he's just sitting under it, like pondering life. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. That made me so happy to see. Me too. So happy. Um, but it has to be said that, um, there's also the moment where she's taking a stroll, promenading, if you will, with yes. uh, Chang Han. With Hong. her betrothed. Yeah, and he's trying to woo her. But unfortunately, <laughs> everything he does reminds her of memories with Jin Sang. Yeah. yeah. And she gets so sad. She's even teary-eyed. Uh, and Chang Han, my poor himbo, completely misunderstands, like, what's going on. I know, I know. And she runs to Jin Song, and I think, like, she's ready to tell him how she feels, unfortunately. He he walks away, right? That he's going to go watch the moon with other Yeah, other he girl, completely misunderstands <laughs> her. At this point, like, he saw her with uh, Chang Hong. Yeah. In the garden, and he's he like misinterpreted the, the he, whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, so she is in love with him, and will never love me. And then he also reflects on like his past actions, and he's like, he's only ever been mean to her. So how, why would she ever love him? So it's kind of sad because you know you you know from that moment on that like she realized that everything she thought she wanted was never going to be right for her. Um, and, and that she loves Jin Sun too much to settle for anyone else at this point. It's sad because now he's walking away. And he's going on a little date with his future wife to watch the moon. Yeah. Oh, he also says that um, she always smiles about, around Chang Hong, but never around him. Yeah. And, and he realizes, and that's important to, to note as well, he realizes that re the reason why that is is because of how he treats her. Right. No, that's, which yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> we, we should mention that. Like, he realizes in that moment the way he's been treating her, the way he's been handling the whole situation and forcing her into situations that are uncomfortable or that she doesn't want to be in and et cetera, he realizes he's been wrong. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> you just explained what I said, but it better. Um, and anyways, so what happens is that the fairy, <laughs> what? That was so funny, I'm sorry. 
asks, how does the fairy die? The, <laughs> the brother? You're so mean! <laughs> um, he got ran over by a horse and carriage. <laughs> I gasped. Ah, I fucking I gasped. Too. I, I wasn't expecting nowhere. that. Yeah. It, uh, no, it made me jump. Yeah. No, I gasped. I was like, <laughs> no way that they're going to kill her off. Okay, but basically, it led, okay, what led to this was that she overheard Shinsong and Lan Hua's plan about, you know, uh, the prophecy needs to be fulfilled and he's supposed to kill his wife. And so she's like, you know, she's like, I need to go tell my master. I need to go tell him. And then she gets hit by the horse. Anyway, that was brutal. Like, just the shot of her face just, like, bleeding. I was like... Fully in shock. Like, wow, yeah. they're going to do her like funny, that. But it's, it's not funny, but it, it is. Shocking. I just, yeah, I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> yeah. But she's not dead, actually. Um, no, no. What happens is that she's just, um, she she gets back to the, the fairy realm. She's, she's thrown back to the fairy realm into her immortal body. Uh, obviously, she's more or less trialed because now she has uh, helped a criminal. <laughs> to escape yes. <laughs> um and what happens with that guys so she basically tells um that annoying ass king who's chong hong's brother the plans and how uh shin song and and you know his spy lan hua um are gonna you know set up uh chong hong but also extract the uh primordial spirit in the chitty woman's reincarnation and the guy, the king, is like, that's not going to happen. You know what you got to do? You got to kill this woman. And then she knows that if she kills this woman, then Chong Hong will not fulfill his hardship. And that would mean he would not be reincarnated. And he would just die. So she's left dun, in this dun, predicament. Dun. <laughs> so basically, she's forced back there. She's forced she on is. a mission she doesn't want to do, which is that. Yeah. Well, uh, needless to say, I hope Golden Asshole on his throne gets the worst death of all of them. He is so annoying. He's so bad. Like, he is the villain. Like, I know we have a villain, but he is the villain because he's the one enforcing this messed up structure in which... People have the fucking power to just rip out immortal bones and for the stupidest thing, like loving someone, like it's your fault. You are the one enforcing that. Yeah. And you're sitting on your ass, you know, dictating what's going to happen in everyone's everyone's life. Meanwhile, you're just fucking laughing. Like, I just I hate his guts. I really do. Yeah. I mean, like, I. I think it's so interesting because, yeah, he's the lead, like the leader of these fairy people, and then we have Shinsong, who's the leader of the Moon Tribe people, and like they're two polar opposites, and like the way they look at life is so different. And I just like, like you said, he is the true villain in the sense where, you know, he sees things black and white and not even try to hear people out, and it's just like, yeah, I yeah. Because him. when you think about it, like the Moon Tribe, yes. Uh, Chin Song's father had to like erase all emotions in in Chin Song so that he could wield the hellfire. But like when you think about it, isn't it the same thing sort of happening on the other side as well, where 
you know, you have this man who loves another fairy and he's forbidden from feeling his emotions for her and he's supposed to repress them and, you know, go on living as if nothing. Like, isn't it the same kind of emotional man manipulation happening and, like, everyone's stunted on both sides and, like, nobody's allowed to just, like, live the Breathe. life that they want? Yeah love the person that they want like it's both sides like it's messed up but I it's know. just like it's even more messed up in my opinion on the fairy side because it's veiled as like this proper you know way of life that has kept the fairies like safe for you know thousands of years and yeah yeah but it's, it's also just... like it's more like it's said, it's stated, like, you know, this and this needs to happen. Whereas, like, I feel like in the Moon Tribe, it's more so, like, we're doing this, quote-unquote, for the greater good. And, you know, like, things are done behind the scenes. Whereas here, the rules are very much laid out. But, but things aren't veiled as something good. You know, things are, in, in the Moon Tribe, like, it's not veiled as, like, oh, we're doing a good thing, really. Like, the exactly. father knew it was horrible, but it's, yeah. like... So I like that it's not as if it's, like disguised you know over there whereas in with the fairies i feel like it's disguised it's like oh we can just rip out people's immortal bones because like it's for the greater good no we i disguise I, it as such yeah i see it that way too but i also see it like they have these set of rules that they have to follow or else your bones get ripped out and it's just like it's more so like there's no like reasoning behind it it's more so like you do this and this and this because we hate the moon tribe and we will not lose that war like i don't know it's it's like i don't know i see it different i see like there's a lack of empathy on the fairy people side and then i'm not saying like shinsong's dad was like a great guy because he wasn't he just did it like to give his son the best chance and that's how he saw it and that's how he did it so hopefully you enjoyed this little uh, recap slash discussion of episodes 17 to 24. Uh, next episode, I believe it will be 25 to... I don't remember. Do you uh, remember? 31? Yeah. So I guess uh, next episode will be 25 to 31. So go ahead and watch them if you haven't already. Um, if you are looking for us, if you have anything you would like to add to our conversation, um, you have theories of your own or comments you want to make about something, something we said, um, feel free to find us online. As I said at the beginning, uh, YouTube is a great place to do that. So always you can just search for the name of a podcast and it should pop up pretty quickly like at the top. Um, and of course, subscribe while you're on there. Um, but otherwise, you can also find us on Instagram at Romance and the Monsters Podcast at, uh, no, <laughs> at gmail.com. That's the email. <laughs> uh, Romance and the Monsters Podcast on Instagram and the RTM Pod on Twitter. Um, and if you're looking for me specifically, I'm on both Twitter and Instagram at Foes and Lovers. And you can find me, S, on both Instagram and Twitter at ButThisBook. And you can find me, Seth, on both Instagram and Twitter at Pros of Wolves. And that's it. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye! Bye.